Well, hello, hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome back. I am your host, Two Clever Mafia, and you are once again listening to the Two Clever Mafia podcast. I'd like to say hi over to AJ in the sound booth, the eye in the sky, and we are back for part three of our How to Start a Podcast. So if you're just joining us now, you might want to go back and listen to the idea, which is part one, the creation, which is part two, and now we're kind of in the software slash hardware section, which seems to be the most requested topics that we have. Right, AJ? I think the most important question to start off before you even get into that, you know, what software to use to record your podcast. I think the first thing you need to figure out is, are you going to be using a Windows device? Or are you going to be using a Mac or an Apple device? And really, that's a good place to start. Um, there's some that do work in both. And if you're going to be using both, you might want to use something like, uh, there's programs out there called like Audacity, just to name one. And I know that, that these are free programs. And then on the Apple side, it would be GarageBand. Now there's an upgrade. I think it's Logic X on the Apple side to Logic X. If you're going to be, you want more in depth and maybe you might already be using something or have available, which is kind of similar to GarageBand. It has a lot more features, a lot more detail, uh, really depends. I mean, maybe you want to start out with the free stuff. Um, if just to see how it works and then move forward. Audacity, like I said, works on both. That's also what I would recommend if you're just a Windows person starting out. It's kind of a, it has all the features you need and it allows, it's, it's versatile and would allow you to connect to all different types of, of hardware, which is important. You know, same with uh, your Mac, depending on what type you have. If you have a newer Mac, let's say you're working off a laptop, you might only have the USB-C connection ports and it really depends on what you're going to need and how you're going to connect it with the equipment. But if you already know, hey, I'm starting well with a Windows computer, I'm starting out with a Mac, then those are the two softwares we would go with for free. And then, like I said, there's there's a ton of other ones out there if you want to get into something that has some some fees to it. But uh, those are the ones we recommend, and they work fine. They will work fine for most people doing an audio podcast that has well, pretty much everything that you need to start out. Now, you may need some sound clips that we talked about in our previous episode under the creation for your podcast, like uh, the applause and the booze, you know, unless you create your own and you definitely don't want to use copyrighted material and get your, your, your work uh, cut or taken down wherever it's posted, whether it's YouTube, your podcast provider or other podcast providers and whatnot. You don't want to get that kind of you go through all the work, you create everything right, and it gets taken down because you used something that was copyrighted. And that's 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 really heartbreaking. So you want to start, you can pay for it. There are sites that allow you to purchase, uh, they call it uh, um, commercial use uh, uh, audio clips or video clips you can use or photos. And there's some free ones out there, and there's some that uh, are designed for commercial use. And there's a bunch of bunch of videos out there, to be honest, on YouTube, depending on what you need for your podcast, whether it's going to be a video type of thing, a vlog, or just going to be audio. Just Google, uh, you know, free sound clips or free audio clips and find one that works. And there's a ton out there. And I don't want to give one because, quite honestly, we go uh, back and forth. We create a lot of our own, but we go back and forth from, you know, there's some built into the different programs as well. 
uh, what they call plugins that plug into like Audacity and GarageBand, and you can use some of those also. So that's the software side of it. So really it depends. I, I think there's also, depending on what hardware you have, it also might depend on what software you're going to use. So we're going to get right into this. We're going to combine the two here and get into some of the hardware. Now, some of the hardware, there's you've heard the term if you've looked it up on Google, there's things called preamps or audio interfaces and Really, a lot of that equipment depends on your budget. And to sum it up, and don't kill me in the comments, but I'm going to try to make this as simple as possible. And if you're an expert and you want to add to the comments, maybe give some more detail. But to sum it up, the preamps and your audio interfaces allow you to plug a regular microphone. If you're not using a USB microphone, you would plug it into that, and then that would then plug into your computer and then connect to whatever software that you have. So... Whether you have a couple of grand to spend or you only got a hundred bucks, there's going to be a lot of different options. If you if you if you got a, a couple of grand, you can get yourself the Rodecaster Pro. I think it's like six hundred bucks, and they get yourself a nice dynamic microphone, which we'll get into in a little bit about the difference between dynamic and others. Um, but you get yourself a nice dynamic microphone, like the Shure SM7B used in the Joe Rogan podcast and. The, million others it's the industry strand it runs around three four hundred dollars and you know most dynamic xlr connections which is the connection of the microphone uh, you know the the end that would plug into the device it's not your standard uh, little three and a half millimeter jack or usb plug uh, but those are definitely a benefit if you're down the road going to get more equipment uh, but there's other things too to these microphones um I mean, we could talk all day, you know, there's some like the Shure SMB, it requires a lot of power to to get a good, clear, loud signal. So if you use something like the Rodecaster Pro, there's, there's things in there that will, or what we talked about preamps, you plug your microphone into it, it will boost the signal. So you'll get a good volume, you'll get clarity. Uh, without having to raise the signal without that, because if you don't have that and you plug it, something directly in, you raise it, you're going to get that hissing sound because it's really cranking the electronics. So you want to kind of have the signal nice and powerful before it gets into the, they call that clean gain. If you're, but again, YouTube, all there, check it out around your microphones, but that's kind of a, a, a precursor to some things. But then there's, um, there's there's something called fed heads you would hook up to like a sure smb which you kind of plug the microphone into that and then the other end goes into the pre and it kind of juices up the signal before it gets to your your computer so you can kind of manipulate it better without having to get all that a hissing and electronic and digital sound into your recordings which nobody likes and nobody wants to to hear it just sounds like you know you're recording in a in a, in a wind tunnel so there's a lot that goes into this, but you had a few thousand dollars. That's something you could definitely can dive into. Now, if you have a little bit less money and you want to just go with a, you know, if you're going to get a Roadcaster Pro or you're going to get something, there's something called the Motu M2, which is, again, I'm, this isn't a sponsored video, where you can plug a, a, a like a Rode Pod mic into it. You know, they're a hundred bucks and you can get nice sound. You know, I, I think that microphone tends to give a little bit more of a higher sound as opposed to a bassy or sound. 
Uh, they're like a hundred bucks. There's something, re- there's a really good microphone out there called the Samsung Q2U. It's like $70 if you can find it. And they usually come with a kit with a stand and pop filter and a cable and everything you need to get going. It's a really good mic, has a deep bass, good for broadcast radio. Kind of, I, th- I think we started out, didn't we have one of those a few years ago when we first started? Yeah, we used that for, for a little bit. Great microphone. Um, very versatile too. You can use it via USB or XLR which is something you want to look at. Maybe start with a USB. If you don't want to have an interface, then you can just plug your microphone directly into your computer via the USB and, and use that uh, and then work on your sound and edit it and clear it up in your program or your DAW, your digital audio workstation, which was like your GarageBand or your Audacity that we talked about earlier. Now, there's other ways that you can make your sound good. And and one of the things we learned here long years ago, right, AJ, over in the sound booth, and it was kind of a hit and miss situation, but the better your sound is going into your recording, the less editing you have to do of that recording, which saves a lot of time. So there's units out there like the Rodecaster. I think there's a new one now by the company Zoom. We used to use the Zoom. When we started this podcast, we used to use the little Zoom recorder great interface but it was a little zoom recorder fit a little bit bigger than your in the, but it would fit in the palm of your hand and i forget what model it was but it was great great quality recorded beautiful sound to an sd card and then we'd put that in a computer and all that so there's a lot of ways to record it depending on what you want to do now one of the things we um recommend is recording your sound and making sure it sounds great going into your computer that way you do less less recording so if you use something like a motu m2 or there's a scarlet uh i think it's a 2i2 or something like that so you could do a setup where you have something like that that plugs into your computer but before but into that instead of plugging your microphone directly into that you could use something called the the db uh was it db 286s and what that is is that allows you to pretty much plug your microphone into that you can do and and maybe if i use a term if if you're listening and you're not really familiar with it but you can use you can compress the sound you can ds it take out your s's and all that fun stuff you can enhance it make your bass better make your lows higher lower you can also um if you've got a noisy room which we talked about dynamic microphones which are great for noisy rooms because they only will pick up the, the voices for the most part with in front of the microphone and then it kind of trails off. So if you got something three rooms down, somebody slams the door, you're probably not going to hear it on a good dynamic microphone. Now, with the 286S, you can also adjust that, adjust that volume. So you plug your microphone into that and then you plug your DBX into a Mo2 or Scarlet and then that would go into your computer now that whole setup i don't know might cost you six seven hundred dollars and then you add your microphone in you're probably in under a thousand dollars again depending on the computer you have and all of that but not a bad way to go you get good sound especially for a novice you can do some research on the dbx and which is the best um uh interface whether motu scarlet whatever there's a bunch out there and really go from there so that's another option and really, 
it, it really depends on what you're going to do. Are you going to have an interview set up? Then you might want to go with the Rodecaster and get yourself two good microphones, try to keep them the same so the sound is the same on both and something like that. It really depends. But some of the equipment that we recommend that we've tested and used uh, is, you know, one of them is the Rodecaster Pro. We're not sponsored in any way, but we do like the Rodecaster Pro. The DBX, um, there's a 286S, but if you want something a little bit less expensive and you want it to be able to handle, let's say, two channels or two microphones at the same time, you could use, it, it's not as, um, it's, it's what they call a compressor and a gate, so it doesn't have a preamp in it, which you really don't need if you have a, a Motu or Scarlet anyway. You can go something with a little less as the 266XS. You could use that as two channels. Not a lot. That has the compressor on it, which basically allows you kind of the if you if you yell a lot in your your podcast or you talk really low, it kind of squeezes the high and the low together and levels out the audio so people don't have to adjust their volume on your podcast all the time. And then it also has a uh, an expander and a gate so you can cut out that background noise and you know, kind of give you that, that sound, but it has a two line setup. If you're, you're doing kind of an interview section, that might be something to get. And then that would plug into your, your Motu or your Scarlet, and then you plug that into your computer. So good way to do it. If you have a thousand dollars to spend, if you don't have a thousand dollars to spend, then just get yourself a USB mic, like a blue Yeti or something, but they're not really dynamic mics. So it's going to pick up a lot of noise. You got to really make sure you got some sort of quiet atmosphere to record in but they're really good quality mics. They plug right into the USB. Or we did mention the Samsung, Samsung, S-A-M-S-O-N, Q2U, $60, $70 mic. Last time I checked, it has a USB and an XLR option. So you can just use the USB part, plug it into there. You get good quality sound. And as you upgrade, you could switch over. You know, six months after a year, when you're making your billion dollars with your podcast, <laughs> uh, you can... I mean, you upgrade your equipment and keep that microphone if you really like it, but really something to, to think about now real quick before we wrap up, uh, one other question we had was the differences between dynamic mics and condenser mics. So the difference was between dynamic mics and condenser mics, a dynamic mic, if you don't know by now, which is we recommend on the show, unless you have a sound booth, um, a dynamic mic eliminates most of your background noise. Depending on the dynamic mic you choose, it might have some bassier sounds, some have uh, more high, like, uh, example, the, the Samson Q2U, more of a bassier sound, where the, 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 the Rode Pod mic has more of a, 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 the highs are very, it's very clear, but it's very high and sharp. So you can adjust a lot of that in, in processing if you wanted to add more highs to one or, or add more lows to one to make it balance some more. Or if you like the sound, great. It's really a matter of preference. But the, the dynamic mics eliminate a lot of the background noise. The planes, the trains, the automobiles, the kids, the doorbells, the animals barking, the clock's ticking. No, just kidding. Get a clock that, that, that ticks quietly because I got to tell you, when we start, if you go back to some of our first episode, I think it was our first episode of you, right? Yeah, yeah, first episode, we... Uh, we had a, a clock on the wall in the studio, and for some reason, we could hear the ticking. We weren't using dynamic, we were using a condenser mic at that time. And even the studio, which was a pretty sound, uh, you know, pretty quiet arena, 
we the ticking of the clock was being picked up by the microphone. So I had one of the producers at the time go and, and toss the clock. I think they took the clock home and got us and we ordered a new a silent clock so we could see what time it is. But and the funny part is the clock is behind me in the studio, so I can't even see what time it is anyway. But either way, uh, get yourself a quiet ticking clock because, uh, you know, any microphone will pick that up eventually. And but these, these dynamic mics can eliminate most of the sounds. And they, they just pick up the sound in close proximity to the microphone. So if you're standing in front of it, uh, and you've got sound stuff behind you, or if you're in a, you know, a nicely treated room, it's got a carpet, or even if it doesn't, you, you can eliminate some of that echo and all that other stuff. And, you know, a lot of mic, those, a lot of times those are the mics used in live performances by musicians as it doesn't pick up a lot of the crowd noise. So a good buzz, a, a good budget dynamic mic that we really like here at the Two Clever Mafia show would be like the Samsung Q2U, 70 bucks has an on and off button, USB and XLR connection, even has a headset jack if you want to listen to the microphone directly, which is great if you're just using it as a USB. It's kind of an all-in-one, great starter mic. Um, like the kits come with everything you need. You can get them at, uh, I don't know, Best Buy, pretty much anywhere. Anywhere, uh, a B&H, Audiorama's one, and uh, Amazon, maybe. I don't know. They're everywhere. But not a sponsored video, but... Not a bad choice if you want to just get going. Now, condenser mics, like you've heard the Blue Microphone brands, uh, the Blue Yeti and whatnot. And, you know, some of those have both USB and XLR connections. But we always recommend getting one with both. That way it kind of upgrade proofs your setup so you don't have to go out and get a new microphone. If you do get some equipment and, and you know, you get a preamp and whatnot and you want to uh, make, you know, upgrade your equipment. You don't have to upgrade everything. So if you're plugging in a USB right into your computer and you want to take it with you, it's very portable. So, and most of the time they're less expensive than buying the preamp and all of that, depending on which ones you get. However, that whole quiet factor, unless you're really, if you have no fans, no air conditioning, no vents, you know, like you're in a sound booth, it'll be great. But if not, you're going to spend a lot of time editing and removing those sounds from your recording. So some may like that natural recording sound, but even the air conditioners, those microphones will pick up or heating vents or a fan running on your computer. If it happens to be close by where you're recording, if your, your laptop starts heating up because you're doing, you know, high end stuff on whatever you're doing. Um, so the money saved right off the bat that you would save in, the time that it would require you to edit, whether you're doing it or you're having someone else do it, is, you know, argue, arguably um, some of that expense will be saved if you just go with an XLR dynamic mic as opposed to a condenser mic. Um, and, and unless you have that sound booth and you want that perfect sound, I definitely would recommend going with the, with, with the dynamic mics. Now, important... The better your sound goes in, which we mentioned, the quicker you're going to be able to edit and produce your episodes. So something to think about, you know, and you get those listeners, you get onto that next recording and you're not spending a time saying, oh man, I got to, I got to lower, uh, put a noise gate on this to, to drown out the background noise of the lows. And then you're cutting yourself off in your speech and then you got to edit. It's as you get more involved in the process, you'll realize 
it takes a lot of time to do the editing and the best product you have putting into it, the quicker and easier you're going to get it out to market and get your podcast out and so everybody can enjoy it. So hope you learned a thing or two today. If you have any questions, drop us a mail at two clever mafia at gmail.com. It's T O O C L E V E R M A F I A at gmail.com. Check us out at two clever mafia.com. Uh, if you have any questions, we're on all the majors of social media. You can check us out there. If you like what we do, uh, just all we ask is you, you hit the, the, follow or like subscribe button, whatever it is on wherever, uh, podcast service that you're listening to us on. We really do appreciate it. And we'll be back in the next episode going over the business side of how to create a podcast. So that's always the fun stuff. That's the, that's where you make the money, right? AJ. Yeah. That's, that's where the money starts. So we're going to go all over that, give you all our tips and secrets and all the stuff we've been through and, um, don't miss out. That'll be the next episode. I am Too Clever Mafia. This is the Too Clever Mafia podcast. And that is all I have to say about that. Take care for now. Bye-bye.